Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I want to help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hey friend, I've got a special episode for you today. I had a former client who has become a friend of mine come to me and say, hey, I really want to share your story on my show and I've got this idea, why don't we just record one episode and you can share it on yours and I can share it on mine. Well, she's actually already shared it on her podcast and has had incredible feedback. So I wanted to go ahead and make sure that I shared that with you. So it's really kind of fun. This episode is Monique, my friend who is interviewing me, but we just have a really honest, candid conversation about our own entrepreneurial journeys as being moms, as being in the network marketing space. And so I wanted to share this episode with you. In addition to, I wanna make sure that I invite you. If you are on my email list and or in my Facebook community or following anywhere on social media, you probably have already seen next week, March 14th through the 18th, I'm hosting a business tree bootcamp 2022. The response I received last year was absolutely phenomenal. And I know I wanted to do it again. And now is the time and it's different than last year. So we are covering, um, amazing topics that truly have been things that have changed my life and my perspective about business and being an entrepreneur that I want to pour into you. So enjoy this episode and make sure you sign up for Business Tree Bootcamp 2022 in the show notes. And in the meantime, I know this is a lot of instructions. You're not supposed to do this with marketing. Tell people to do more than one thing because it confuses them, but I'm going to go against the grain and do it anyways. I'm also going to leave the link in the show notes for you to connect. If you are a Christian network marketer, I really want to encourage you to go connect with my friend, uh, Monique Scripp. She has an incredible coaching business for Christian network marketers. And I know you're going to be blessed by her podcast and by her coaching and her programs and all the free things that she has for you. So go connect with her, sign up for Business Tree Bootcamp and enjoy this episode. Hello, welcome everyone who is listening. So glad that you are joining today. So you are hearing this podcast in one of two places. You are listening to either the podcast from Heather Shriver Burns or you're listening to my podcast, The Fierce Identity Podcast. And I'm really excited because if you're listening to my podcast, you are hearing Heather for the first time. And I'm really, really excited to introduce her. So Heather, tell us a little bit about you. Hi. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for this. I just love you and your heart. So thank you. Uh, I thought, yeah, what a fun way to share, share our stories with each other. So I am a mom of three. I am married to my best friend for going on nine years. We just talked about that the other day. Oh my goodness. It feels like forever and just yesterday. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, got into the entrepreneur space when I got 
when I became a mom, done a lot of things, um, had a lot of success in the network marketing profession, built six, seven, eight figure businesses in that industry, um, which has really led me to where God has me today as a coach for Christian CEOs, uh, really focusing on the mindset and the heart set um, to really help women who love the Lord uh, in business to seek God first and keep God first as their first business strategy. I love it. Oh, I love it so much. So Heather, I feel like, you know, we have, I was thinking this morning as I was preparing for our conversation today, I was thinking Heather is somebody who we have never met in person. We've probably been connected for, I don't know, less than two years. And you are truly one of my favorite people. I, I just, there are so many things that, and you know, it really boils down to the way the kingdom works is I think when you find other people who are passionate for the Lord, who want to do his will and equally, you know, on the other side who are driven and business-minded and, you know, you just feel like you connect with them. And so I think ever since we connected, it was back in 2020 when I had asked you to help me to coach me, I'd heard your podcast and I knew I needed some Um, I was changing some things and you really helped me in a significant way, go from my one-on-one coaching to turning it into group coaching. And so you helped me on a business um, side, but the other thing was you didn't just help me in business. We had conversations about life and about motherhood and about, you know, where I was with my relationship with the Lord and what I was seeking after and why you asked me a great question of why, you know, digging into why, all right, Monique, you want this goal, but why? And so I love it because oftentimes as a coach myself, that's what happens is people contact you because they're like, I need help with my business. I need help with this. I need help with that. And then as you build a relationship with them in coaching, you really start to see some bigger things. So I'd love for you to expand a little bit more about, about that. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Because I have wrestled with what do I call myself? I love business. I could call myself a business coach, but at the end of the day, I'm not really into the bottom line, PL, marketing strategy. Um, while yes, those things are important and I could probably teach somebody, you know, a few steps behind me what to do. I know that that's not my zone of genius, right? And so women will come to me wanting to scale their business, whether it's to hit their first, you know, six figures or grow their network marketing or whatever. And uh, the Holy Spirit's just really given me the gift of hearing roadblocks. And 99% of the time, it's not roadblocks that we think. A lot of the times it's a heart issue and a mind issue, which is why I talk a lot about heart set and mindset. Um, And so, yeah, you're right. I have women come to me and I always... For a while, I even thought, oh, I don't want them to be disappointed because when we get into these calls, it ends up not being about why are you not, you know, posting X amount of times a day or um, all these things. It, it ends up being really heart and mind stuff, which is such deeper than a methodical or tactical step by step what you do. It, it's a lot. It's a lot harder work. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. And it's interesting because. As a coach, you also see patterns. When you have conversations with people, you notice the same kind of roadblocks that come up over and over and over again for people, the same kind of mindset issues. And so when people come to you saying, hey, I'm struggling with this in my business, 
as a coach, it's very easy for you to see, okay, you think that this is what you're struggling with, but really there's this other thing over here that we need to talk about, or this other thing with your identity or with your upbringing or with, you know, other things that are bleeding into your business and affect your business, but they also affect all these other areas of life. So you mentioned your network marketing and you mentioned that you had built businesses up and now you've transitioned into coaching. So take us back a little bit for those who don't know you. How did you get started? Yes. Well, I was laying in my bed about two weeks um, before I was supposed to go back to work from my uh, maternity leave. And I found myself hyperventilating, sobbing, thinking, how on earth did I not even consider wanting to work from home or be a stay-at-home mom? Uh, My mom was a stay-at-home mom, and so I saw that life, and I I didn't really want that until I held that baby in my arms and thought, how could I give this child to somebody else to watch all day? I, I can't do it. I literally don't think I can do it. And so I was searching every which way of being able to still keep a career. And, and, you know, I was very career driven, but also honor my, my calling as a mom and network marketing fell in my lap. It was a very natural transition. I had gained, you know, 60 pounds with my first baby wanted to actually for the first time be healthy, not just skinny. And so I joined a network marketing company focused on health and really learning how to, you know, get healthy the right way. But even in that, I realized that there's so much more to health than your, what your diet, what you're eating or your exercise or your water intake. There's a spiritual aspect to it. And so the Lord just used my first network marketing business to really show me that this is so much more than a business, Heather. This is a way for you to share Jesus. So I refer to it as a business tree. It's a business with a ministry focus. And so, uh, I just really unapologetically shared the products and shared Jesus, um, through what I was doing because I knew that there was more than just a shake, more than just a workout that was going to bring you health and wholeness and happiness. Um, And so I ended up building that business for about three years. You know, I was able to quit my corporate job and replace my income. It was in the top 1% of that company. Um, And, uh, you know, something was missing. I really liked components of it, but something was off. And so of course my first thought was, well, it's the company. It's the company. I'm going to go try another company. And so that's what I did. The Lord brought me another company into my life and ended up, it was kind of like that, um, literally like the, the three-year overnight success, everything that I had learned in the first company, all the seeds I had sown in that first three years came to fruition. Literally, like I'm one of those success stories that was like overnight. People were looking at me like, you know, in the first month and a half of my business had a million dollars in sales um, from a team perspective, recruited, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people really quickly, ended up building an eight-figure business with that company, um, really what felt like overnight. Um, and then I lost it all. Um, I lost all of that. And so in that, uh, again, went back to the Lord, like, Lord, you've given me favor in this profession. Uh, what, what am I to do now? And at the time I was, uh, 27 ish weeks pregnant with my third child. We had retired my husband. We financially were set. Um, you know, it was traveling okay, around the world. You? Yes. You okay. So those who are listening are like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you built up your second business and you lost it. So what is going on from an emotional side of how did you feel (laughs) when you had invested all of this time, like building, 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 
And tell us a little bit more about exactly kind of where you are in that season. Yeah, absolutely. So I wasn't happy, even though on paper I should, should have been right. According to what everyone gets into this profession to do. I had it all. And on social media, right? Yeah. Traveling, speaking, um, car trips, you know, multiple making more in a month than I was in an entire year as a teacher. Um, I had it all air quotes. Um, and so when I lost it all, Oh, there were so many emotions. And so the first one was fight. (laughs) I'm fighting this. I am going to go into fight mode. And so I was fighting for my, um, my reputation, my innocence. Um, I was fighting for everything. I thought I, I was done a disservice and I'm going to fight my way. I'm going to prove to you that I didn't do anything wrong and, uh, I'm, I'm going to fight my way. And so I went into fight mode until I couldn't fight anymore. I was exhausted. The Bible says that, um, you know, the, the Lord fights our battles for us. And so I do believe we have to show up to the battle, but when we fight in our own strength, we exhaust ourselves. We, uh, we become frustrated. We become overwhelmed. We become anxious, angry. Um, so I really went through the stages of grief, uh, in that season of my life. Again, I was 20, I was close to having my third baby. And so in my mind, I went into fight mode for my family, fight mode for my reputation, fight mode for our finances. Um, and so then I built another business very quickly, another seven figure, right? (laughs) That was my answer, right? Yeah. To fight, to build another one and show everybody that, well, God loves me and I didn't do anything wrong. And I'm going to show you because he's going to help me build another business. And we did. But I, then I went into, uh, really flight, right? So there's the, there's these responses that we, our bodies and our minds and our hearts go into, right? It's that fight, flight, or freeze. And so the first part was fighting my way. And then I thought, forget it. And then I, ran away. I ran away from the calling, which is my calling and your calling and our calling is all. If you're a believer, our calling is to go and tell, to share Jesus with the world, to love God and love people. Um, and, but I went to this season of hiding and in that hiding, there was a lot of healing. Um, and that, while I still showed up on social media and I said a little bit, I still definitely was hidden with the Lord. Um, and then I found myself in the, in the freeze mode. And so that's, that's a whole other story. I'm working my way out of the freeze mode, even as a coach, even as a mindset coach, I'm working my way out of the frozen and to figure out what really has been keeping me stuck. Why am I believing it's keeping me stuck? So when you say, yeah, what did I feel? Um, at first I was angry. At first I was bitter. At first I, I will, I will show you, I will show you. Um, and then I went into this season of hiddenness with the Lord. And that's where he, um, really showed me that I had to lose it all to find his all. And I wouldn't trade my story for the world. Mm. Man, I just, I'm hearing you and I'm like thinking of clients right now as we're talking and I'm like, oh man, they would be so blessed to hear this because one of the things that is a lie is that when you arrive, if you just hustle and hustle and hustle, and when you arrive, you know, you will be fulfilled in all these different areas. And so can you speak to that? And, you know, and yes. another thing too, speaking to that is your family, like in your pursuit of going after your goals, how did that impact your family? Yes. Well, those are two very big. Well, well in that losing it all, the Lord showed me my business was an idol. 
I had put my business above everything because I believe the lie that it was, I was willing to sacrifice everything. Now I could live like nobody else does in the future. Um, right. I'm sure you've heard that from whether it's on social media or that's a huge thing in network marketing, uh, you know, work harder, um, discipline. And if you really want it, you'll do it. And I am very driven. I am very ambitious. And while that's a gift, that also can be a curse. Oftentimes our strengths are also some of our biggest hurdles. Uh, and so, I definitely made my business an idol. Uh, again, I was traveling around the world. I had a newborn at the time of my second business. Um, and it really impacted our relationship by the grace of God. I really feel like she's five now. She just turned five a couple months ago. And, uh, our relationship has been, it has been a season of restoration of that mother daughter bond, because really she was now I love my kids. And from a, like, legal perspective. I certainly was not neglecting my kids and they were being taken care of. But from a, from more of like an emotional level, uh, I definitely put my business above them, but I believe the lie that I was doing it for them. And if I could just give them the life that they wanted, well, truth be told, they had everything they wanted. We could go into any toy store and buy anything that they wanted. We could take them anywhere and do anything. But really what my kids want is, is time. They want a relationship with their mom. And I was so focused on getting to the next rank earning that next trip, you know, helping save other people's families more so than my own, right? I got on this mission of, I want to help every other mom be able to stay home with their kids. And while that is not wrong, I had my priorities out of, out of whack. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. And I, I just don't think we talk about this. Like, let's just, let's just be real today. Okay. Let's just be real and honest because I don't think we talk about this. I think there are so many people who are going after things and every time their kid quote unquote interrupts them or gets in the way or their child has to stay home from school unexpectedly or all these things. It's like, we use that language of my kid is getting in the way of my business or they interrupted me or, you know, whatever. And I think we don't realize that they are our biggest blessing. And if you even look at, you know, just from a faith perspective, if you look at the design of the way that God designed families is he gave us as wives and moms, the responsibility to be the keeper of our home. That does not mean we cannot go out and work. Obviously, you know, we were passionate about our jobs. That doesn't mean that, but I think I really believe that the Lord wants us to keep our priorities in the right place. And if we can keep our priorities in the right place, then we can go and do these other things. You know, if we can make Mm -hmm. sure that we have the foundational things done and in the right order, you know, God is very orderly. Like if we have them in the right order, then we can go out and pursue these things, but nobody is talking about that. Like, you know, we're all just after the next speaking to network marketers after the next rank, after the next goal. Well, let me just, you know, I'm in this season where I'm pushing for this specific thing. After I hit this thing, then I'll slow down and spend time with my family. But I, and I, you know, I'm saying this honestly, and I feel like Heather, this is probably why we connect so well is because you get this. I know that you understand that as a mom, you love your kids. I love my kids, but I love my business. And if I were living in my flesh, I would lock the door to my office and I would sit here and work because I love it. I'm passionate about what I do. I love working. I love accomplishing and achieving and just doing more, helping other people become successful. I'm super passionate about that. We're both super passionate about that. 
but man, God has convicted me. And if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, I'm probably said this on at least 10, 15 different, in different ways of just God continues to bring me personally back to Monique, focus on your family, focus on your children, turn your phone off and look at your kids and pay attention to your kids and play with your kids and speak life into your kids. And you know, I just think we continually need that reminder. It's kind of like in Romans where it talks about renewing your mind. It doesn't say that your mind is renewed. It says renewing. And I think when it comes to hustlers, like moms who are hustlers, we have to have that constant reminder of always bringing it back. Like anytime we start to veer off track, to always bring it back to that. So what are your thoughts on that? Yes. I've had to ask for forgiveness many times. God, forgive me for looking at my kids as an inconvenience, an inconvenience to the call. No, they are. They really are my first ministry. And I think they're also a place where you, you get the most stretching, you get the most growth, right? Um, It's very humbling to be a mom. It's very selfless. It's very, you, you, you humble yourself. Um, But at the end of the day, of anyone that I want to see in heaven, it's my babies. And so sometimes I can even be so passionate about ministry and I, that I can focus more on other people and their families more than, more than my kids. And so, yes, it is, it is a challenge. Again, the blessings can also become the very places that the enemy will use to get you off track, right? So the ambitious, entrepreneurial, spirited, big dreamer, God-sized dreamer, those are blessings. Those are not every woman wants to be in business. And so I, I, it's, it's that fine line of not discouraging yourself at the same time, it's keeping the priority straight. And for me, that has been seeking God first and keeping God first. And even in that, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day and she gave me some really good words of wisdom that I just feel maybe someone needs to hear, uh, especially whether you're, you've been in church your whole life or you're new to faith and whatnot, but you know, there's that hierarchy of God first, husband, second, children next, then business, right? And I do agree with that. But even in that, she was sharing how sometimes she was getting into this like legalistic, religious, like, like everything she was doing, she was assessing that. And she said that her mentor told her, see, this is how iron sharpens iron, ladies, right? Like we, just because Monique and I am a coach doesn't mean I can't learn from you, right? And so we are supposed to come together as the body of Christ and encourage each other. And so this was something kind of a, uh, she said, see, she said kind of a thing, but she said, you know what? Just take away all of it and just say, keep God first, seek God first. That's it. Boom. End of, end of it. Cause when we keep God first and we seek him first, then we know what we're supposed to do with our marriage. We know what we're supposed to do as a mother. We know what we're supposed to do in business. We know what we're supposed to do in every other area of our life. And so really just really simply like God first, boom, yeah. done, done. Well, and you know, it's like the little things too. I was sitting in the car this morning with my youngest son. So my older two had a six thirty. Normally my husband does the mornings, but on Fridays, um, he has a meeting. So my older two had a six 30 practice and then my youngest had to be dropped off at seven. And so we're sitting in the parking lot, just waited for 30 minutes in between. And I pulled my phone out. I was like, all right, perfect. I'm going to reply to emails. And it was like the spirit, just, you know, the nudge, the gentle nudge of Monique, put your phone down. You have 30 minutes with your child spend time with your child, talk to your child, you know, and those are the types of things that we don't feel like are significant, you know, or it's easy to push off and say, Oh, what's the big deal. 
but it's in those things that I really do believe that God wants us, us to obey those little things of spend time with your children, pour into your children and they are watching. And my kids, I know mine are older than yours, but they will call me out. Like they will call me. Oh, so do mine. Mine, mine are seven, five, and three, and they will call me out too. Mommy, put your phone down. Mommy, it got to a season, well, a few years ago before my like crazy revelation, um, my kids would call me out and I would, it, it stirred some, it made me angry, but really it was the Holy spirit convicting me. Um, and the enemy will try to shame us, condemn us, right. Make us feel guilty and live in that. But the, the Holy spirit wants to convict us so that we can change. We can turn away from do differently, do better. And, oh, it irritated me so bad until finally the Lord was like, I'm using them to teach you something like they're, they're right. They're right. So I call that, you know, really, well, our, and you mentioned it before, like we are three, we're, we're spirits, we're soul and we're flesh and our flesh and our soul sometimes lead us in the wrong direction when we listen to it. And so really being spirit led. And so you said that nudge, that gut feeling of like, put your phone down. Um, we can choose to ignore that nudge and there's not an immediate, you know, repercussion of it, a consequence. It's just. But I believe that there are blessings and things that that's like sowing a seed, you know, and maybe, maybe it wasn't a crazy conversation or, but it's just pouring into and being obedient. And I always say the blessings are on the other side of obedience. And sometimes we don't see that. It doesn't make sense. Logic tells us, no, I have 30 minutes. I'm going to get this stuff done. I'm going to do this, do this, do this. And wisdom, the Holy Spirit is telling you, "Uh uh-uh, do this. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, is I think when you were an achiever and I know, it's so funny because I stopped using the Enneagram, but I feel like it is so ingrained same. in my, you know, I know you and I are the same personality. Okay. I know that. And because of our personalities, we like the affirmation of good job, congratulations, well done, or even just the achievement, like advancing in rank. That is the only good job we may need, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when you're a mom, there's nobody that's going to tell you, thank you for cleaning up the same mess you cleaned up five days in a row. Thank you so much for making me dinner that I didn't eat because I was complaining that I didn't like this type of food. You know what I mean? Like the same kind of things that you, you do over and over and over again. Nobody thanks you. Nobody appreciates you. Nobody recognizes what you're doing. And so God has had to show me that if I am looking for the affirmations in my home, I'm I'm wrong. I'm in the wrong headspace. Like I have to seek him and exactly what you were saying a second ago about, you know, forget about the order and just focus on seeking him first. If I'm seeking him first, I'm not looking for somebody to tell me, thank you. I'm, I'm doing these things in my home because that's what I feel like God's told me to do. Well, yeah, I think even in that it's, um, right. It's, that's not servant hearted. Like a servant doesn't do things to get something. A servant just does it because that's their position. Right. And so even in that, it's like, well, I'll do this in order to get that right. I'll, oh, if I'm making this dinner and you know, I, I want to be, well, even in that it's like pride ego, you know, like pride, like we want, but no, we, as moms, right. We are, just as, as believers, right. We're supposed to be servant hearted to serve other people and serving isn't always sexy. 
it's not always sexy, right? It doesn't have the the good stuff. And so, yes, we are very much wired the same as that um, ambitious go-getter. We'll stop at nothing, you know, faith and like, let's do it. Um, at the same time, there's that nudging of, hey, wait a second, like, make sure you keep your priorities straight. Um, yeah. And, and touching on that too, you know, I just want to encourage those of you in network marketing, um, don't allow your company to set the goals for you. I think that's a trap that a lot of network marketers get into is that they allow the company to set the goals for them. And so then they are going after a shiny object that somebody else set the goal for. And perhaps that might not be what God's calling you to. But I promise if you go after the goals that God put on your heart, you will get it all. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. But again, this is logic versus wisdom. So I teach uh, this, you know, make, you're made to flow. And one of the flows is to forget logic and operate in wisdom. You know, your network marketing company is designed to make a, an income. <laughs> and while I believe there are many really good network marketing companies and they do really want to help their people, um, nobody has a better vision for you than God. And so don't be distracted by and don't set your pace according to somebody else's. This is why seeking him first. God, what do you see for me this year? Um, what do you want for me? And I promise you, you won't miss out on the blessings. You'll get more than you could ever ask or imagine when you're obedient. And it might look different than your sideline. It might look different than your, your, you know, your sponsor or whatever kind of company you're in, whatever they call you, you know, it's, it might look different, but God's going to honor your obedience and your ear being turned toward his. Um, and I promise you, it will be better, better than you could ever ask or imagine. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. Okay. So that kind of brings me to this next thing that I would love for you to share with people. When I had hired you to coach me, one of the things that you said in one of our coaching sessions, that was just like, my mind was blown. Actually, there were two things that you said that have helped me tremendously. But one of those is the phrase, not all good things are God things and not all God things are God things for you. So not all good things are God things and not all God things are God things for you. And the reason why I felt like that was so powerful is because so often we feel like we should. So I think the good example of that was what you were saying with the goals. Like we feel like we should like, oh, I should do this because that's what, you know, is the next thing, or that's what my upline said, or this is what I should do. Or maybe it's a God thing. Maybe it's ministry or helping somebody or, you know, doing a God thing, but it may not be the right thing for you. And I, this gave me so much freedom because there would be many times. And I think as an entrepreneur, I know you'll get this Heather as an entrepreneur, you have to be so discerning with your time and you have to be so clear on your purpose that you're not distracted because the shiny objects can pull you in. Like you can see this over here and that over here. And I think also because I come from network marketing, oh my goodness, it's such a temptation. It's such a temptation for me to be like, oh, I can totally hop right back in that. And I could do that while I'm doing this and while I'm doing these other five things and while I'm raising these three kids. And, you know, it's like, you have to slow down and really not all good things are God things. Not all God things are God things for you. What that brings it to for me is seeking after peace because sometimes you don't have a reason why you're going to say no to your friend who asked you to do something or no to this opportunity that sounds amazing with amazing people and all this other stuff, but you don't have peace because God doesn't have that for you. 
Yes. So can you speak to that? Yeah, absolutely. So truth be told, network marketing is very easy for me. I've done it. I did it once, did it twice, did it three times. I've made more money than I could even imagine when I was laying on that bed, you know, postpartum three months, you know, after having my first baby crying out to God, what else can I do to have some freedom and flexibility as a professional career driven woman, but wants to be a mom? No idea. I would build these crazy businesses. Um, And so I have many times gone to the Lord and said, because truthfully, network marketing would be the easy way for me to make another seven, eight figures. It would be. And I have, once I lost it all and then I built the other business, but still found myself in that same place of this, I call it the Cinderella slipper. Like it's good, but it doesn't fit right. Like it doesn't, it's not perfect. It's not like the, the perfect fit. And there were things about network marketing that I love. And I see God using this industry in amazing ways. God needs boots on the ground in network marketing. Okay. But at the same time, I had to ask him, God is network marketing for me. I still get paid to this day from one of the businesses that I built. I believe I still get paid from it as a gift from God for being obedient. Um, And I had to really ask him, God, is this for me? Now, God speaks to us in different ways. Number one, the most common way is the Bible. So if you are not reading the word of God and spending some time with him every day to let the Holy Spirit give you some, some stuff, right? And, and specific for you again, like the, not all good things are God things, right? And not all like, Monique, you're calling to coach women in the network marketing profession and really call them higher. That's your calling. While I have similar, like a similar, that's not my exact calling. And that's a good thing. And it's a God thing for you, but it's not like God basically let me know. Yes, you can help network marketers, but that's not your call. Like that's not your main thing. With that, I went on a walk one day and I asked the Lord, God, just tell me. I will do anything you tell me to do. Just tell me, is network marketing it? I kid you not. I'm walking around my neighborhood. This was like in the summertime. Uh, it's snowing right now, but um, on the sidewalk was painted. I, I don't know what they were doing with the underwater pipes or whatever, but N-E-W. And God just brought up the verse to me, um, Isaiah 43, 19, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Y'all, my life was a desert. I felt like I had nothing. I didn't see like the fruit that I had experienced before. Um, And he just reassured me in that moment, I am doing a new thing because I'm watching people in a company that I believe in. I love their products. I love their model. I love their, I love everything that they do, but I know that I know that I know that I know that God is saying, that's not for you. I could be making crazy money. I know that I could, but God keeps saying, I'm doing a new thing. And so, wow, let me just be true. Like I wrestle with that still, because I'm like, yeah, I could kill it. I get that. I could yeah. kill it. I could kill it. I've done it before. I could do it again. It's easy for me. Um, I have the I have the systems. I know how to do this. But God keeps reassuring me. I have something better. And I actually just posted this the other day on one of my Instagram. Don't settle for less than God's best. Never like whatever it is. Maybe it's a company or whatever it is. A goal like. God has his best for you and for me. And we have to believe that and not get distracted by anything other than 
what he is asking you to do and not have to feel like you have to apologize for that. Right. You don't have to answer to anybody except the Lord. And so, um, I get it. Yes. That, that like, so that little nugget there, that's just Holy spirit. I always say, um, he makes us sound smart, but that little, yeah, that little, I use that phrase all the time for myself and other people. Yeah. And you know, the thing too, is I think when you don't have that relationship where you trust God's leading, you can tend to do whatever on your own when you don't trust that. And you're like, okay, but I'm behind and I haven't hit this goal and I haven't done this. And you know, I'm, I'm such and such age and I haven't accomplished this. I don't know if y'all do that. I do that. And so when you have those moments, you can get scrappy, meaning you can be like, okay, I'm going to go back to this old thing that used to work for me three years ago, or this thing I used to do five years ago. I'm going to go back to this because at least I know I can make X or I, I can do this. But if you know that God is calling you to something different, you have to trust that process. And sometimes you're exactly right, Heather, what you just said about sometimes it's not logic, it's wisdom. Sometimes the numbers don't make sense. Sometimes the time, you know, the time doesn't make sense. Sometimes you feel like you're going backwards. I know before we started recording, you and I were talking about um, the days of the week you used to work and how you pulled back on the number of days a week. And sometimes from a logical perspective, that doesn't add up, right? It's like, okay, you work more days, you make more. So how can you be working less and be making more, but you're obeying what God has called you to do? So that's the second thing I wanted to get into that I took away from our coaching sessions is you said to me, and I'm going to butcher it. So you'll need to correct, you'll need to correct it, but it was something along the lines of the provision is included in your calling. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Provision is provision is included. It's, it's like the package deal when you obey God and you go, you are obedient and do the thing he's asked you to do provisions included. And I think what you said, we, try to take control of that, right? You said you go in, really, you go into fight mode and we cut, we make decisions out of desperation. And when we make decisions out of desperation, it usually ends bad, uh, whether we get exhausted or frustrated or burnt out or, you know, overwhelmed, neglect our family, like all the things like God not only goes before us, but he is behind us and beside us. It's like this bubble actually I was on a walk one day. And I remember that feeling like, oh, God, like really created us like this safety bubble, Going through 2020 and 2021, I'm like, oh, I need the bubble. I feel unsafe. And when we don't trust God with our business, just like we would trust God with our kids or our marriage or our finances or whatever, we tend to fight for it. And then we get out of sync with the Lord. And so, yes, we have to trust that even though this doesn't feel like it or it doesn't make sense right now, I know that I know that he's he's asking me to do this and I'm going to trust him. And I think that was one of the biggest things that the Lord showed me in my life. Even though I said that I trust him consciously, of course, I would say that I trust God. He's, you know, he's my provider. He's my Jehovah driver. He's this, he's that. It was subconsciously that I was realizing that I was making decisions that were not in agreement with, I trust God. And so he started to show me the behaviors and the decisions and the things that I was doing was not actually in alignment with what I was saying. I love that. Oh man. So good. So good. You know, because I think you're exactly right. It's easy to start start seeking for other things or getting desperate versus just sitting in 
the center of exactly where God has you, even if you don't get it, even if it's not exactly where you feel like you need to be, but living in that obedience, the provision is part of that, you know, it's included in that. So I love that. So I always ask on the podcast, whenever I have a guest, I always ask, what does it mean to be, to make a kingdom impact? So I'd love to hear your perspective. What do you feel like it means to make a kingdom impact? I love that. Such a good question. And yes, um, you know, the word tells us not to focus on things that like the, the moth and the rust that corrupt, that they, they die. The things of this earth die. And so even in that, we can get so distracted and think that it's about making you know more money or another rank or earning a trip or whatever it may be. And none of those things are wrong, right? There's not wrong to want those things. It's not wrong to set goals. At the same time, you know, the Lord convicted me was like, hey, on that prayer board, vision board, goal board, whatever you call it. I call them prayer boards because I have to set the goal and then I have to just give it to the Lord. Um, And so I call them prayer boards, but on this prayer board, like how many, how many people do you want to share Jesus with? How many souls do you want to win? Isn't that our call as disciples to go and tell, you know, it's not go and get the next rank. Uh, which is why I really see how God is allowing business-minded people to use their business as a ministry. I actually just had a call with a woman the other day and she said, you know, I don't ever want people to think that I'm sharing Jesus in order to make a sale. I said, let's flip the script there. I said, why don't you share the products to actually share Jesus? And people Mm -hmm. see Jesus through our actions and through our words. It doesn't mean we have to go shouting Bible verses, you know, on our social media. Maybe that's for some people to do, but it's through our actions and through our, our words and and our responses to people. And so, um, I think a kingdom impact is at the end of the day, I want crowns. I want treasures of heaven. I want to live in a mansion full of goodness and be able to lay at Jesus's feet gifts for what he has done for me. I'm going to cry. Um, and that's not a rank. That's not a bank account. That is not, it's winning souls for Jesus. And so if we get it twisted by the world's perspective, by the world's definition of success, we are missing it. At the very same time, when we get God's definition of success, which is obedience, we get it all. We get it all. We get the earthly successes, but we also get the heavenly kingdom ones. And I think we are just so easily tricked by the enemy to focus on the wrong thing. Mic drop. (laughs) Oh my goodness, Heather. You know, I could go on about that. Um, Man, there's just so much that I think people have to realize, like you have to have your heart in the right place and everything will come after. And I love the fact that that's what you do. So Heather's also known as the Seek First CEO. And so I would love for you to share a little bit about that and your desire to help women seek first. And for my listeners, I just want to personally ask my listeners to follow you and check you out because I would love for them to connect with you, to follow you for coaching. Heather has helped me have so much freedom through some of the things that we talked about on our coaching sessions that I would love for the listeners to experience that same thing. So how can people find you? 
Thank you so much. Truly an honor. And I, like I said, I learned from you. I love following you. And so equally, I encourage my listeners, go follow Monique. She is wealth of wisdom. And while we are very similar, we're also different. Um, you are really good at like tactical things. I'm over here, like super emotional. I'm like, oh, it feels good. Let's do it. Um, or it doesn't feel good. Let's not do it. So Monique, you are such a gift. And while I coached you, uh, you know, I still learned so much from you and I love your heart and what you're doing. So yeah, you can find me on social media, uh, seek first CEO. I'm actually doing my podcast. Uh, we're doing a, uh, a refresh and that's actually going to be the name of it. So seek first CEO, you can find that on the podcast. You can find me on social media, Heather Shriver Burns. I have a Facebook community that's filled with thousands of other Christian entrepreneurs. A lot of them are in network marketing, but a lot of them are in other professions as well. And so, Iron sharpens iron, right? We're meant to do life together. And when we, being an entrepreneur can feel like an island of one. And so uh, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I, I feel alone in this. Like you are in the right hands with Monique and I'm right along there outside of her. And we just want to encourage you to continue to seek the Lord first, keep the Lord first and everything else that your heart um, desires, right? God wants to give you the desires of your heart. He just wants to make sure your heart is in the right place. Yeah. So good. Well, Heather, thank you again for being on. And I hope that this blesses those who are listening. Go have a great day. Thank you so much.